What's up, guys? It's your boy, Nick Hill, and we're back with another episode of Into the Muse. Today, I have Fuster back on the podcast. What's up, man? Away, bro. Away. Shout out. Thanks for hosting. Anytime, man. It's a pleasure having you back on the show. It was a pleasure last time, so I was like, ah, let's do it again, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you recently released an EP, uh, The Science of House. Could you like just yeah. talk a little bit about that? Because I had a listen and it was like quite trippy and they're like, it's clear that a lot of work was put into it. So could you just talk a little bit about that? Oh no, shout out, man. Um, yeah, it took me a while to make. Uh, I conceptualized it around late December. Um, so I was thinking of what I could do, you know, um so i was like let me try something school related and i'm a fan of like nerdy stuff like space and uh, um, science and all those things you know so i wanted to try it out um but i didn't know it was going to be five tracks at the time i thought it was going to be like three tracks because that's like the minimum you need for an ep right yeah so, so it, uh, could you just like what made you decide on doing it like in a school theme um basically i just wanted to take my mind back to like late high school, early university. Um, Cause it was a crucial time in my life. Like, you know, you learn a lot, although you don't see it at the time. Yeah. But once you leave, then you're like, you know, I was yeah, like quite a lot. So like for me with maths and shit, like at the time I hated it and like, I did not understand it or anything. And then now years later, like registers in my brain finally, oh shit. So that's what maths can be used for. But like back then you're like, you know, oh, what the fuck is this? Useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to go back to school. Um, uh, so I decided to do like different science slash physics topics like you know frequencies energy resonance and stuff like that um and yeah i was going through a tough time around january i caught covid so yeah it's pretty bad it's pretty bad um how long so were you sick for around a week and a half shit so half. so it like really hit you yeah, like it was bad, bro. Because <laughs> I got COVID and it was like, I just like rested it off and it was gone. Yeah, you know, like it's it's such a random disease. Like it hits everyone so differently. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was the one of the unlucky ones to get a, a very bad case, but I'm still alive, man. <laughs> yeah, you made it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, at that time I was going through a tough time so i was like i came to the realization that you know you could actually like not that you could die but you could die like life is so <laughs> short you know so i was like let me just try and do a project that i know i'll be satisfied with even if i die <laughs> at least i have something that i left in the world you know not in a yeah an emo or a dark way but i think you understand what i'm trying to say <laughs> but yeah i know i know exactly what you mean because like yeah. like when you do projects and stuff and you're like okay i'm just doing it it's not like it's 
good, but it's not your best. But like when you put your life on the line, like you, like I've done that before. Like I've literally said, like this could be my last project ever. And I've noticed yeah, when you do that, like you put in like extra effort, like and it becomes like something else. Yeah, it takes on a life of its own. Um, so yeah, you just gotta let it, you know, breathe and take a life of its own, and just use it as therapy in a way, you know, to deal with your stuff. Um, and you can draw a lot from, you know, your past experiences and um, like what you've been through recently to fuel that that whole idea, you know, I yeah, kind of used that, it helped a lot. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. like music and things are definitely a way of therapy, like, because it gets like, it's, lit it's literally just expressing it in like, because music, especially like you made the beats and stuff. So you're like, you creating that feel and then you also putting your own lyrics into it. And that's like directly saying what's on your mind. You know, yeah. Especially track three. That's where I, I let my mind loose. I just wanted people to hear what's in my mind. It's not even like a crazy beat. It's just like, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like ambiance. And yeah. I just let my thoughts go through it. Yeah. What were some of the lyrics in there? Because I think I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, can you just say yeah, some of the lyrics? Center of the universe. Um, let me check my notes here. I know I wrote them down. Yeah, that was, I think that was the one I was like, yeah, shit, this is quite deep. Like, I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> something on that track. I just forgot what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, it starts with saying life, existence, being, or whatever you want to call it. You really can't explain it, but you saw it all. It feels one with this feeling of pure wonder, but I also wonder, why are we here? Yeah, I'm why are so we sure. here? Yeah. <laughs> and there's something else God there, carry really on. Uh, God never really made it clear, but that's the beauty of it. It's beyond belief. Believe it. And I spoke about the concept of yin and yang. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. track, like, you really did put in, like, but, like, what got you into, like, that mind space of thinking about such stuff? Just think about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm usually a deep thinker, bro. Like, that's why I, um, I'm always pondering what's, what life's about, why we're here. Not always, because sometimes if you do it too much, it's not healthy for you because right. you can get too deep. <laughs> there's no yeah, yeah. there's no flaw. So right you. right now, right now, what would you say is your purpose right now? Or why are you here right like now? Like in music or in just in life? Just in life. I think my purpose is to to create art and help wake up other people to the world that they're in, you know, because a lot of people I'll still be living, you know, I'm still plugged into the matrix, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think as artists, it's our job to help people break out of that mold and help shape like society for the future, you know. Because that's what artists yeah. are. They are like the influencers. Like you look at back, 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 way back, like in ancient times, poets were the were the leaders. They were like the influences and things. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the thing with art is um, it shows what a human is, you know. 
so if if you show what you are whether it's on music on paper on film on canvas whatever you do just showing what a human is in physical form is is a way of teaching people that okay i think i can do that as well and just that spark is that's magic bro i think that's what it is uh, on frequencies at the end you had a soundbite from jeremy clarkson which i found like i found really cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm a big i'm a big car fan since early high school so um yeah jeremy likes to say that he's a genius a lot <laughs> and not to not to blow my own trumpet but i think I could call myself a genius in a way, <laughs> in a way. So I think in a way, really... all artists are geniuses at times though, at times, like at, there's sparks of genius. At, and then, but a genius, like, especially in art, like you can be like a genius. And then the next moment you're a total idiot, like Kanye at times. Yeah. <laughs> it's never constant, but yeah. there's, you get hits of that. So I, I, I really liked that specific clip especially because he said um the second one he said uh my gravity uh, my, my genius it generates gravity <laughs> so that also relates to like the physics stuff i was talking about and you know that's what I, that's why i used it as well so in high school you uh, used to take physics as a course or yeah 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 i did um it was grade which grade was it grade 10 11 and 12 Okay, so you option grade 10 to choose between the three sciences was biology, physics, and chemistry. So I took chemistry and physics. Shit, like um I remember with me in grade nine, I was getting like the best in physics, but I, I sucked at maths. And then the next year we could only choose, <laughs> we could only choose between history or physics and chemistry. And then I'm like okay. and I and I, I wasn't getting good marks in chemistry, but then physics, I'm like. I'm helping the guy who's the top in the class in physics, but I ended up choosing <laughs> history because, yeah, it's it's history is better, I think. Yeah, but like, but when you watch superhero shit and things like physics, you need physics for like that stuff. That's physics. Like to me, um, physics is like that's the law of, of the world of the universe. That's how everything works. So it helps in understanding a lot of stuff. Like if you put something on the table and you don't put it in a center of gravity, where the center of gravity is, it's gonna fall. You know, just knowing stuff like that, it, it helps small nuances in life. So yeah, like you yeah, can so stop you from making a like some stupid mistake. You just like, oh yeah, shit, that's yeah. how stuff works, okay. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. What so, do you think yeah, of like quantum that. physics? Um, that's that multiverse shit. Quantum physics, I, how can I put this? I don't think we fully understand it yet, but we're on the right track. We're definitely on the right track, especially in terms of commercializing it. Because right now it's still pretty difficult, but I like the whole concept that it's in between stuff. Because you know how normal computers work between ones and zeros, and then quantum is like in the state between them. Yeah, That's so like quantum is quantum physics, like saying that like, okay, in this moment, it's so like it's the present and then the future. The future is yet to happen. So 
all of the options are right there happening simultaneously and you just choose yeah so like right now like what i do now am i gonna after this podcast am i gonna go sleep or am i gonna go eat and whichever decision i make from then just gonna influence the rest of my life and that's crazy if you just think about it and if you look back on like decisions that you've made and you're like shit if i wasn't at this place something else like a project or something wouldn't have come up yeah like it also shows that life doesn't have coincidences you know stuff happens it's already there like in the future um nick is already a superstar actor we just don't know it yet you know what i mean yeah yeah it's already happened (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just hard to conceptualize but i'm down for quantum physics yeah i was watching the butterfly effect recently i I don't know if you ever watched it it's with Um, ashton kutcher nah it's quite it's quite an old movie but that so like in that movie he's able to like travel back in time in his own body and like change stuff and it's like in that in the movies there's like a disease so his father had it before him but his father became crazy and he's like in an asylum so yeah that, that movie's a trip you should check it out that. let me actually write that down every time i pick up a movie like a reference somewhere about a movie that i wanted to watch i always write it down because I, I forget very yeah easily. <laughs> yeah it's called the butterfly effect uh well now i'll definitely check it out yeah yeah my physics is like yeah so so what have you been up to recently like uh, other than music and stuff like the last year so what's been up well like i said uh, this whole year has basically just been working on the ep since january um what was your process for for making it um yeah your yeah like producing the album were you like taking breaks going on and off or like working on it and fixing it or how was it uh let me funny enough i was planning on releasing it in may <laughs> mm. but that did not happen bro i was why, like nah, why i don't think it was really thing. i don't think it was complete at that time because i still had to fix a few things and i was still learning how to mix vocals properly i didn't want to just rush it so um a few friends of mine were actually pissed at me because <laughs> i told them i was going to release it in april and then the guy's like dude you've been waiting since april and but come on it's it's time now <laughs> you know yeah that so, happens <laughs> yeah but my process was just like take your time but not too much time because if you sit on an idea for too long i think it's also not good because you start changing it too much because there's no such thing as perfection but you try to chase it you know, mm. uh, yeah, I got a friend of mine, her name is Ntlantla. Um, we did some vocals with her. Um, yeah, she was yeah, also at Oakfield, eh? Yeah, yeah, she does uh, musical theater. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And then I got some friends of well to do like those voice notes. The, voice the Owens. Yeah, the Owens. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to try something fun at the end, like where 
you're a student and then you come home from school and then you got some voicemails relating to you know normal student life that's why i talked about like projects and notes the guy saying he's gonna do a zoom meeting um some other guy inviting me to go drink beer with him another one saying he got some dank some crazy dank <laughs> another one saying he got some chicks with him i should come come join him with some chicks it wasn't so so too but yeah that's what he was saying so it was the last one would you do a visualizer for this ep Have yeah i've been thinking i've been i've been drawing up some uh what do they call them again we did film bro. storyboards um, storyboards yeah storyboards yeah um of energy and frequency yeah because i think that would be a but, trip uh have right? you seen kid cuddy's um the visualizers that he released i think it was earlier this year like some of the stuff is like very like astral projection and like it's like really yeah i've only seen one but he released it recently it was a video of where but i don't the, think it had the astral stuff it was just one where he was smoking blanks the whole video oh, it, yeah but i think it was a few months ago then like maybe like nine months ago okay yeah you should check it out on um, youtube yeah kid cuddy like like his music like he's a very interesting person like he has like these demons and struggles that he's always going through and things and he's yeah. able to like articulate it in a crazy way in his music and i think he's underrated though he's very underrated like he's a what you call a struggling art a tortured artist tortured artist yeah yeah um it's beautiful uh it also disastrous at the same time but i appreciate his art especially in terms of like um helping people realize their mental health struggles and stuff mm-hmm. like that um it's very relevant especially in these days uh because he's i know he takes psychedelics um uh, pretty regularly i'm not sure about now but he did especially around the time that he him and kanye did um kitsy ghost yeah it's basically a song about being on dmt i mean an album being about DM, dmt where you see stuff and yeah the topics they talk about and yeah i saw um i i think it was on youtube like i saw something he wrote he wrote he's like after 37 years he's finally able to say that he's finally happy and i'm like yo that's i saw crazy. that post. you saw it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but it's yeah, crazy man. like I feel like art and artists like the more pain you go through the better your art. I've noticed that from myself as well like when you like when there's like bad shit going on or like and you're not in the right mind space you're at your best artistically. And yeah, that's, that's so crazy that's what's messed up about that so artists. it's like a gift and a curse at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Um but yeah, I think like said, uh, I, I think that like it's it's a it's a gift because like other people are not autistic, they do not have that. And therapies for people who cannot uh express that, like my brother, he passed away earlier this year. And I threw myself in art afterwards and I was able to like find that as a coping mechanism. And a lot of people have been telling me that I should mm-hmm. go seek therapy and speak to people and stuff. 
but I've done therapy before and I found it, it does not work for me personally. For other yeah. people, it does. And like this way, it's helped me like in a way that I couldn't have done otherwise. And I think just talking to like yeah. people who are like not in that space cannot understand, like, like say like we as artists, we cannot understand um, a lawyer like, and he's a lawyer's methods of doing stuff, like an orthodox method. And it's, so, it's like very different, everyone's different and everyone has their own ways. And I, that's why like, this is kind of like a gift in that way. It's, it's actually like a tool yeah. that you can use. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a gift and a curse, bro. Because to me, like I, I said, I believe in yin and yang. So everything has to be balanced in life, you know. If mm. it's a gift, it can't just be a gift, <laughs> you know. Spider-Man said it at the beginning, of, at the end of Spider-Man 1, you know. It's both gift and a curse where God gave you this gift to be able to do art, um, but it takes a toll on your psyche because creating art means going deep into the psyche and sometimes it's not easy bro because it can be a dark place and you also draw inspiration from that which is a mm. good thing in a way so i think like the best way to continue as an artist is to draw like inspiration from the pain but not letting it dictate your life you know mm. yeah. yeah yeah but it like, has to be both yeah like after my brother died like he, his life was crazy and like he left like a notebook and i had his laptop and stuff and i was thinking like during that time maybe writing a screenplay about his life and stuff and like going through that stuff so i mm. i did it like on the first day i started it and then I'm like, shit, this is going to take me to like a really, really dark space. And it was quite soon after it happened. So I'm like, let me take a break. Maybe in a few years time, I'll be, I'll, I'll come back to it. And like when things are different, I can put my space, myself back in that space. But also like, I think because I've noticed like I recorded some music afterwards, um, like during that time and the rawness because uh, i was freestyling and it was like raw and like you could hear the emotion in it and then recently i bought the mm. beats uh, from the producer the rights for the beats and stuff and i was because it was untagged now so i was uh recording the stuff and it doesn't have the same feeling and emotion than it had a few months back so what's your plan now is it they're gonna still wait a few years before you write it or yes yeah. slowly writing it yeah i think so like I'm going to take a break and focus on other stuff, other projects and stuff. And then maybe 10 years time, like when I have, if I find, if, if it's like I ever find time and to do it, I would do it. I think like it would be like a passion project at that time. You know what my advice would be? Um, whatever project you're working on until that day, you can take inspiration from your brother. Like, let's say one of your characters that you're writing, maybe one of his traits could be one of your brother's traits. And then, you know, put a piece of him in everything you do. And then when you feel like you're ready, put a lot of them together and then create what you're going to create. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be sick. Yeah, I actually like started on another script where um, one of the characters, his brother is like almost like my brother. So... Yeah, I think we're thinking alike there. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Do that. Do that, definitely. So what do you think of the music industry and things as a whole right now? Um, like, as a whole... Yeah, like okay, let me ask, like, what, what do you think of uh, Certified Loverboy and Donda? I've been talking <laughs> about that on the podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm honest, I haven't really listened to Drake's album that much. I've only listened to songs, but I already heard it's, it's exactly what Drake would put out. So mm. I felt there's no point in listening to the rest of it, you know. I feel like Drake sold out after nothing was the same because nothing yeah. really was the same after that. <laughs> but um, Drake, Donda, like, I liked it. It was... Eh, carry on. Uh, I've seen Kanye West. Uh, it's, I like the concept because he pulled inspiration from his mother. So I like that he experimented in sound and production and, you know, Kanye does the whole thing. And yeah... Yeah, I'm done with that. Like, I was I've, annoyed with the rollout because it took so long. But yeah, I understand now. Yeah, you understand yeah. from your own experience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I've noticed with Donda, like on Kanye's uh, YouTube, he's been re-releasing the tracks like every few days, and I'm I'm sure a lot of people haven't picked this up, but some, like me who have been listening to it, like consistently like i noticed his changes in each time like he he re-releases like i don't know what's he doing because like maybe he has like so many different versions of it that he's undecisive on what he wants out there and he's just keep on changing it very subtly and it's very hard to pick oh, up i haven't noticed that i'll check that out huh yeah, yeah man and like I think we'll understand in the future because Kanye doesn't live in the now. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, one of the lyrics is like, future. I think it was um, Ghost Town. He's like years ahead, but way behind. Yeah. And he used to say that in a lot of his interviews that what I'm saying now, you guys are not going to understand, but in the next few years, it will make sense. <laughs> and it does. Yeah. Like people love the interviews now. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, like, and, if he didn't go out. Yeah, imagine if he didn't go out and, like, say that stuff uh, when Taylor Swift won the VMA. Like, we wouldn't have, um, uh, what's that? Uh, my, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, that my album was, my beautiful, twisted fantasy. My, my beautiful dog twisted fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. what's up with his album art? Like, like the cover art i feel like he's becoming lazy <laughs> yeah he's gotten to the point of stardom where he can just <laughs> yeah did you see that one where like he was there um performing at a concert and then he just farts in the microphone and walks out no <laughs> i haven't seen it <laughs> and people are gonna be like they're gonna be like start what? like breaking the shit down they're like there's gonna be meaning in his fart and shit <laughs> yeah 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 i know because he has a very like uh intense following following of people who will take him as a god and you know all those things yeah. that you see in the years and, it's yeah. almost like his own cult <laughs> like with sunday service and things yeah 
But I've actually mm. seen that uh, yeah. one of your songs. I think songs... that's normal though for any. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like any artist who becomes big enough, they they start it, it starts looking like a cult. Mm. You know. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just like an identity Bro, people can identify with. Um, a person, an artist, uh, uh, or an influencer, and they just like subscribe to that. Yeah, I was saying that. Um, I think it was a jail where he has. Uh, was it jail or another song where he has um, one of those people from prison, uh, their sons talking. Apparently, um, uh, this person was um, a gangster. There was a gang in Chicago called. Um, I think it's. I need to look it up, but uh, it's a Chicago uh, gang and uh, Kanye has them for his concerts and things. So people are saying that he got protection because he's scared of Drake, but that's bullshit. Um, but I think like he probably like aligned himself back then to get big and now they they just want exposure and and things. Because a lot of rappers and stuff, they yeah, get involved in gangs and and they make their money there before they go out and like finance their own uh, work and things like Jay-Z was dealing crack and stuff. Like he, yeah. that's why he's, a, he's the businessman that he is because he is able to sell crack. And I don't that's know if you see, yeah. Okay? yeah, like, cause you have to be hardcore to be a businessman and a drug dealer is as hardcore as it gets. Yeah. What do you think about him, Jay-Z? I think he just does him, bro. Did you see um, they were having like this competition where you could win? Um, <laughs> He's cutthroat. But um, I was saying oh, yeah. there, was a, there was a competition where you could either win uh, 500K or have dinner with Jay-Z. And I saw on YouTube, like these guys, they're like saying the guy who chose Jay-Z. And um, so like this guy just sitting there ordering stuff and like, Jay-Z's not there. Then he phones him. Jay's like, who's this? He's like, I'm the guy who chose you over 500K. They're like, okay, okay, I'll come back. I'll come to you. And then like five hours later, he's still yeah. not there. He calls again. He's like, shit, who's this? He's like, I'm the guy who won uh, a dinner with you instead of going and choosing 500K. They're like, okay, okay, I'm going to come. Then the next day yeah. he pulls up. And then so Jay-Z pulls up there. He's just smoking a, a J. And he's like, and then he has like a bodyguard there who's sanitizing the place every five minutes and shit. And like, he's just on the phone smoking a J. He's just chilling and shit. Mm. And then he's like, okay, time's up. And then he's like, uh, this is, so he has a Gatorade, the guy on YouTube. And he's like, this is not Gatorade, this is Gatorade. It's cost like two mil. Do you have two mil? He's like, no. He's like, why didn't you choose a 500K? <laughs> and I think that's how it would be if, yeah. <laughs> if, if yeah, you chose true. to meet Jay-Z instead of 500k. Dollars, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> he even posted on his title, his title um account that anyone you should just pick the money. Because that guy can only give you so much advice, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, he's like, I, yeah. I, I did the blueprint. Why didn't you just listen to that? You know? <laughs> I'll take the money. Yeah. Yeah, you could always maybe meet him one day in the future. With that 500k, yeah, that you could make something from you. that. Some people, I think, they just, they just want to like, meet their idols. They think it's all that until you actually meet them. 
and then you notice it, it's just the person, you know. Yeah, they say never yeah. meet your idols. Yeah, bro. Fact. Yeah, when we were talking about space earlier and stuff, uh, with your music and stuff, I just realized like people are going to space now, man. Like it's becoming a thing. <laughs> um, mm. Richard Branson, I heard he went there illegally. I'm not sure if that's true, but he went there, and then the next week uh, or two weeks later, Jeff Bezos went there. And he had like this lady who uh, I think in the 50s, she wanted to be an astronaut, but they didn't allow her because she was a female. And now she finally got to go on into space and things. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think she was like 80, 80 years old or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they had a 16 year old as well, I think. I remember they said they were the youngest and the oldest. Shit. Um, to ever go to space. Uh, I don't mind it, yeah. But it's 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 a machine that can't be stopped, which is called capitalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like all that money could be used to help people around the world, but capitalism can't happen if people are helped, bro. Know, which is Jeff, what sucks about it. Jeff Bezos has hundred and seventy-three billion dollars. If there's 70 billion people in the world, he could give every single person a billion dollars and he'd still be a multi-billionaire. <laughs> What's that, man? Like, right? That's stuff. Just think um, about it, like you could do that. Imagine how the world would be if you gave every single person a billion dollars. It would be like wait, how much? How much is he worth? I think 173 billion. He would have like 13 billion if he gave 70 billion away. Damn. That's crazy. That's some like Thanos shit. Like Thanos clicks half the world away. <laughs> Jeff Bezos can give every single person a billion dollars. <laughs> Dude. But like, I think that the funny thing is people like uh, Jeff Bezos and. Um, What's his name again? Elon, yeah. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Those people are like children, bro. There's people who are in the trillions who actually run the world. Like, like da- Abu Dhabi people That's- and like old like English civil English like yeah. people and things. Like and- they never know who they are, bro. Yeah, you guys are the ones. Who Some the people pay to be on the Forbes list. Some people paid to be left off the Forbes list. Exactly, exactly. Um, especially people like, you know the name of Rothschild that always goes yeah. thrown around everywhere. I think that's also just a scapegoat for for the actual rich people. Have you watched Gotham before, the series? I never really got into it. I watched like the first season and a few episodes, but I never really got into it. I advise you to watch that whole thing. It's, it's really just cool. like really long. There's like so many episodes and things. It's worth it. <laughs> Trust really? me, especially if you like comic books and superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a there's a group, it's a hidden group called the, the Court of Owls. Yeah, I know the Court of Owls from the cartoons and the comics. Yeah. Those, it's basically representing what those people are. Yeah, we don't know. But because even when they showed them in the court of owls, they're wearing like masks and stuff. So you never really know who they are. So that that also kind of woke me up to that thing of, you know, 
We don't know these people. <laughs> you know, Christopher Nolan. The, the richest people move in silence. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Have you watched that? It's Stanley Kubrick. Um, and it stars um, Tom Tom Cruise and Nat, what's it? Um, Nicole Kidman. Oh, no, I don't think I've watched You should check that out. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Yeah. That, that movie is like basically... Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but he's um he's a doctor, and then it takes place over one night where he like gets influenced by like a secret society, and yeah, and they like okay. they like it's like these elite rich people. They go there, they wear masks and shit, and they have like orgies and do whatever they want, and like no one can identify them, but they like prominent figures, like yeah. like you like your doctor could be one of these people. Hmm. Hmm. I like stuff like that, man. Yeah. Wake people up a bit. <laughs> Do you know yeah, uh, Christopher society. Nolan's um, Batman Begins? The um, League of Shadows there was actually like, yeah. uh, like almost like an analogy for secret societies on its own. Like that's what Christopher Nolan was going at there. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I saw that one. That one makes sense. Mm. You know, that's actually one of the reasons that they said they killed um, Kennedy. Remember, the, they, there was a speech that he once made about speaking about secret societies and how they should be starved and stuff like that. Um, and apparently the people who were hidden didn't like that. So they ordered the hit on him and yeah. There's so many conspiracy theories about Kennedy. Like people say the mafia killed him, um, which I, yeah, I, I believe. I, I believe that other people like, it, it, but he was definitely assassinated for a political reason. But mm. which one was it? And like <clears throat> secret societies have been around since the beginning of time. Like, just think like with yeah, the first. With the first cavemen. Humans were there, bro. Yeah, like the first cavemen, like the first like civilizations, they all like had to <laughs> form a clique. So, and it's like also again, like, and that's why even today with like soccer clubs, with religion and stuff, it's all an identity that people are clinging to. And like secret societies are prominent everywhere. That's what makes the world go around. Like over here in South Africa, there's the Bruder yeah. Bond. It's like an African secret society, which was, I don't know if they're still around, but they used to like influence a lot of stuff back during apartheid and things. Yeah, I know. I think that's just how society works because everyone wants a piece of the pie, you know? And if you run the whole thing, everyone's going to try and kill you to get that thing, you know? So it's best to stay hidden, which made sense, but it's still messed up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's something that can be stopped in the future. Even if we live in a utopia, uh, I'm using uh, <laughs> quote unquote Marcus Day. Yeah. Um, even if we're in a, if, even if we're in a utopia, um, we're gonna be there. You know, I think it's gonna be even worse in the utopia. Yeah. Have you maybe not play? Have you played or at least seen gameplay of? of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I've seen the trailers, like the first trailers for it. Okay. 
Um, I've, I got it last year. Yeah, last year with a friend of mine, we got it. Um, I haven't finished the story yet, but where I am so far, I can already see like it's in the future, but the, there's already like these hidden societies of the elite rich and powerful people running like technology where people put cybernetics and they have the best ones trying to chase immortality and yeah mm. it's it's crazy i don't think it's a it can be stopped bro yeah yeah because like i haven't heard that elon um is it elon or jeff no jeff bezos he's investing in some immortality um technology and that sounds like something and, elon would yeah, do are you sure it's not elon uh not nah, jeff it's jeff neither both doing it but i heard it was jeff at the time yeah jeff bezos won capitalism like he <laughs> he literally won it like it's monopoly it's a game yeah. he won it like and he so he bought off like all his yeah. competitors and like they these competitors that he bought off are now like rising and things and um i was going somewhere with this and i forgot but like yeah like any other company like say if coke wanted to venture into like opening shopping like shops and stuff like people would find that weird but like jeff bezos is able with amazon he's able to do that with anything any kind of industry you can do it there's like amazon music now the amazon prime the tv yeah, series yeah. like it's like really good some of these shows they manufacture, they deliver shit and they have a grand tour and yeah. yeah. And, and the budget for, for the grand tour is like so much bigger than BBC gave Top Gear. Yeah, it's so much money. They just That's like blow up shit for no so reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those guys get, I think they said it's around $4 million per episode. Sure. Just for, for production. Yeah, because like, it looks like a movie sometimes. Like yeah, like the cameras yeah. they use are so cinematic. It's not the same as the old Top Gear. Yeah. You can see that there's budget. And like you can see like shit like so, it's yeah. not real because like people would die if like they were like in cars or like shit that explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like getting yeah, to nah. that stage where like you're not gonna tell the difference. Like editing and stuff isn't get to that level. Like you see deep fake. Like deep fake right now, it looks like yeah. it looks like PlayStation yeah. Two technology. So, Imagine in ten years they're gonna be able to like bribe political figures and stuff by uh, ma- like making them say stuff and things. Yeah, because especially because the masses don't even know about deep fake, <laughs> you know. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a dangerous uh, technology right there. I want to like we said with anything get worse with time yeah i want to like learn more about it and start doing stuff maybe like there's one of these comedians um he does it's called the fresh press of uh washington i think so like it's uh so it's uh what's his name biden and they're like spoofing um fresh prince and he's like a total like retard and stuff but like the guys impressions are really good but deep fake is like if they they can do that now, I'm just thinking like, yeah, the future is gonna be crazy. Yeah, bro, it's, it's gonna be very crazy. Um, I forgot whether you faked some other celebrity. Um, she was like in a in a club or something where she was doing like some weird stuff, 
and then some guy asked her to take off her panties for money and then she said yes but it obviously wasn't a real celebrity yeah. but it looked so real <laughs> it looked so real and so, if it's a club the lights and stuff you know, would look like it's easy to do it like in a club because of the lights and stuff it's going to be harder to identify her yeah did you see um that tweet that Nicki Minaj put out about the vaccines um i didn't see it personally but i think i heard about it on a podcast some was it was it a cousin or something yeah she it said like a, yeah she said a cousin in trinidad uh his friend got it and then something happened to his balls like it shrunk or it like became like extra big yeah. or something and then she announced it and like everyone's like tripping they're like you cannot say that and stuff and i saw like these videos from like like african news stuff they're like if a man has a flat tire you do not expose it yeah. <laughs> the fact that they call it a flat tire is just it just killed me <laughs> yeah yeah and that's another topic of discussion the vaccination conspiracy uh, did you get vaccinated i'm going to next week well were you like next week were you hesitant on getting it or you just cool with it i still am since i'm i'm gonna go on monday this friday right yeah going on monday um i'm not looking forward to it but i think it's something that just has to be done you know and you know like last year people were like saying vaccination passports are nothing that will actually really happen dude it's happening Here we are i was at, i've been saying it like they're going to reward you for getting it and doing that shit like didn't do we not speak about this the last time on the podcast i think we did i think we did yeah yeah and now <laughs> i was on now. the i was on the car train last week and i saw a sticker uh-huh. it says got vaccinated get rewarded it's literally What? exactly word for word <laughs> i think it's going to get to a point where like it's going to be like a social credit system like in china mm-hmm. of where they can control where you go what you can do exactly. and stuff like that if you're vaccinated or not oh, in america they're mandating it controllers yeah Yeah, and uh, the basketball player curry irving he says that like, he doesn't want to like discuss it because it's a personal uh, matter and like mm. in america like they went crazy about that then they're like trying to discredit him by saying he's like a flat earther and he's always going to do crazy shit and things but like <laughs> and that's the thing like especially like in america like they like the the media is so two-sided like the the left and right and so last year it was uh Donald Trump that they're going after like he was a target now it's people who are not vaccinated and when you mm. are able to tell a person whether you or like whether you should get like vaccinated or something like that's a personal health matter like that that's like you should have responsibility over that and once you start doing that who knows like maybe like cuz they actually found like a law uh there's like a pass that they put in america in the 70s that was never used up until now and that's what they used to justify the mandate so you can literally find a law at any time that can justify what you you do now and like those things mm-hmm. were like created so long ago it's like shouldn't be relevant but like if like 
you, this is where you start now, then who's to say maybe in the next 10, 20 years, you're going to get another president who's like a dictator and like he's going to use this. And that's how it starts. Like that's how yeah. kingdoms yeah, get started and shit. It's a messed up system, bro. But I think it's just take, piggy banking on the systems that are already in place right now, you know. It's just another way to add more control to the masses. Like you said, media is very left and right. That's yeah, a form of separation. Religion is another form of separation. Uh, classism, socialism is another way. As long as the, the, the government and the, the court of owls <laughs> can, can keep people, you know, doing what they want, when they want, yeah, that's it's in their favor, so to say. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's gonna get better anytime soon. Yeah, when you mentioned Court of Owls, it just reminded me of something that I was thinking about earlier when we were discussing these secret societies and stuff. Like the first ones, like the oldest ones, right now, because over the time they were able to evolve and stuff. And right now they are the ones who are in power in Europe and stuff like that. I was actually reading a book. And it was written by a former CIA person. It's like documents that's released. And this was in like mm. 1992. And he was saying that like a lot of the stuff that he was saying is happening right now. It's coming true slowly. And he's like saying like there's this whole agenda to mm. destabilize America so that they can bring about like the Middle Ages back. And um, so long ago america and mexico they were like very uh they used to were dependent on each other but then they like influenced like they like the drug trade and stuff remember like the war on drugs and stuff so from that like it gave mexico a bad name and if mexico yeah. was benefiting america would benefit as well but now with creating the separation mm. it, it it just divides and stuff like and if you look at how media influences stuff like remember back in 2016 captain america civil war and there's batman versus superman it was like kind of like also the promotion like the posters and stuff it had two sides red and um and blue dividing and stuff and they basically predict it's like almost like predictive programming where they like put it out there to the collective conscious and that becomes the norm that's where we like got headed and shit so right now i just hope there's no like alien that comes and like snaps half of humanity away but who knows <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about something like close to that with my friend um uh telling him that in 2016 that's when the world exploded that's how what? i put it to him why is that that's when like um if you check it out uh that's when trump came into power um, if you look around that time, after that, everything started getting weird, bro. Everyone started getting more separated. The world started getting more into turmoil. Um, and then the COVID-19 just accelerated whatever was happening. You know, everyone started getting more sensitive. Everyone started getting more paranoid. Um, like you said, those movies came around that time. Uh, yeah, I think it was, it's just... It's a different world. If you check 2015 and 2016, 
it's two different worlds. I think you got a point there. Like it's making a lot of sense. Yeah. You see, like when Trump came into power, there was like a lot of because he's now like in power. There's a lot of stuff from the opposition, like uh, because like Trump represented um, like the right, like the racism and stuff. That like that's what they made him out to be, like the perfect yeah. represent yeah. of a representation of like neo-nazi or like close to that shit like there's comparisons with him to hitler and stuff so what that did yeah. was like bring out like all of like the people who were like against that like the liberals became extra sensitive to things they became like because like because now that's like and the reason that like trump was able to win was because prior to that like the like with obama and stuff like the where the world was heading like it was quite it like it was actually quite stable and things like, uh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, I'm not sure, I don't think there was like much racism and stuff or like dying down and people like more accepting of other cultures and stuff. But what that did was mm. like bring the far right to feel, they felt left out and they identified with Trump being that person who's like, who embodied their beliefs and stuff. And with the, uh, him in power, everyone else so that's what like created like that tension that like that was like the line that that they put there and everyone had to pick a side either we go on that side or we jump on that side and yeah, yeah and a lot of and everyone who was against that just jumped onto the left and they're pushing all of that agendas and shit and when you say that in 2016 because like if i had to think about it like you started realizing a lot of stuff that you never did after 2016. Like a lot of stuff had come onto the surface and things. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a, a pretty bad time. Because um, even if Biden is now in power, it still feels the same in, in a way. You know, I feel like uh, Biden is also like, he's just there to be there. He's not really influencing anything. He's not really helping anything. He's just, he's the scapegoat as yeah. most presidents are. <laughs> like, I think like court, Biden, know? like he's very old and like, he doesn't know, like this, when he talks, it's like, he doesn't know what he's saying. It's like, he's programmed. Mm. It's like, like, it's just like, he like forgets shit. Like in the, he's like, he's, you can see his eyes go like, and he's like, it takes him a minute <laughs> to like, realize what he's talking about again. And like, sometimes he's just like, I forgot what I was saying. And did you hear uh, recently? Wow. <laughs> recently, um, France. They, I think, they pulled out the diplomats from America. They're like angry at America because they sold um, submarines to Australia, and Australia had a deal with France that they were going to buy submarines from them. And the French got really upset, and they even like um, they compared. Biden to Trump, they like something that Trump would do during his administration. And that's like, I remember Trevor Noah, he's like, they just call him the T word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the T word? Turd. Trump. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's like the ultimate, the ultimate um, diss calling. Biden yeah. or the uh, Democrats, Trump. It's the same, bro. I don't think like he's changed anything. To be honest, 
Um, he just reversed some of Trump's decisions. Yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. So yeah, man. But I, I think it might get better over the years. Like, as I said, more and more people who wake up, they'll start seeing that humans shouldn't be separated so much and uh, it can only cause a dystopia, which we're already basically in. It can only get worse. So until collectively we start seeing that humans are humans and the next person is basically you and you have to take care of that person because it's like taking care of yourself, then only I think we can get better, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah, let me absolutely these lizards, these lizards have to die off. At least they're old now. The so lizard people? Hopefully. <laughs> what lizards yeah. are these? Are these the lizard people? <laughs> yeah, you could call them that because like the people in power, basically. Um, yeah, I think like the yeah. only, you, you're right. Like that's the only way because the way we're heading with technology and stuff, we're getting more into that. And like, and that's the only like spiritually, that's the only way like you need to like realize like love. Like it sounds like the cheesiest shit, like in the movies love, and shit. Like bro. this, like the Disney thing. But like that's like because like without love, like that's the only thing that like separates your decisions, like and what you do and things. And like, Facts. Facts. like going into yourself, yeah. getting to know yourself, is the only mm-hmm. way. Because once you know yourself, and you know the world. You, yeah, and once you know yourself, you can. I'm not, that's a, there's another word that I learned in film school, um, to sonder, where you can put yourself in someone else's life, you know? Like when you write a script, you can put yourself in a specific character's life and say, okay, this person will, will react to this like this because they are like this, you know? So I think people need to sonder a bit more and then we can start appreciating other people a lot more and, you know, help each other yeah yeah absolutely man yeah i think we'll leave it at that yeah man that was that was a nice talk how long has it been an hour already damn yeah just flew (laughs) yeah yeah it was great having you on the show man um all the best with your ep and Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so are you going to be taking a break from music or when you start your next project, you haven't really thought of it yet? Or um, I haven't really thought of a project so far. I think I'm, I'm just going to be doing like uh, singles and I'm trying to collaborate with more people just to expand my network, you know. Um, yeah, I think art, that's the best way to, to increase your brand is to work with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'm focusing on right now. And yeah, that's what I'm working at at the moment. So yeah, cool. we'll see how that goes. Cool. Yeah, you can keep me updated. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll keep oh, in contact. Anytime, man. I will a